Hey guys, it's Fat Mascara and it's Jen minus Jess who is in LA visiting her friends. But I have a fun co-host, David Seth Moltz. What's up? Yay, he's here. So we're going to talk about two topics at the top like we usually do and then do an interview. David is the co-founder of DS and Durga Fragrances. So he's going to be our big interview. But before that, he's going to play podcast co-host. Rad. Okay, so the things we're going to talk about first up, um, can the streetwear model of selling move its way into the beauty industry? Mm. And then David and I share a love of tattoos. So we're going to talk about tattoo care, but also really just ink and our artists. yeah. Okay, let's get into it. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how aloe moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings, or even just like a bad day, is to hop on alomoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. (laughs) 
So David and I read this article in Business of Fashion, What Beauty Can Learn from Streetwear. I thought of you when I read this article because, I don't know if you remember this, you have a lovely store down in Nolita for DS and Durga. Mm -hmm. And I got there one day to look at some new fragrance, and you had this T-shirt that I had seen on Instagram on, like, cool people, but I didn't know where it came from, and it was really exclusive, and it said, ooh to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's made with our friend's monogram. I know. So I was like, he knows about this this model of selling wherein, you know, the exclusivity is the thing, right? So I guess it supposedly is, but I, I've had a long, like, think about this after. And I got to say, like, I don't know if this is cool, but contrary to that article, I, I really think in terms of, like, inclusion. I am not, oh, like, okay. our our brand is what it is. And we want to make fun little things as, like say, like, texture items just to, like, you know, just because we can and it's fun things to do. But I, would, I don't like the idea of being like only this pr- people can have it. Like anyone who walks in the store, I'd love to talk to them about fragrance or they can email or like I just really believe in like pushing perfume and like the art of perfume to more people. So the writer who was Rachel Strugatz, she was talking about how Glossier is kind of in on this. Like actually you're kind of near their their space downtown. Mm-hmm. They have lines out the door the way that like Foot Locker does when there's a new shoe drop or I'm trying to think, like Supreme. Supreme is the one, yeah. Yeah. So listen, if it's not manufactured, if it just happens, like, uh, you know, I was walking by Supreme in London like last week and, yeah. I, and, I, and it takes you a while because you see these lines and you're like, what is that? Like, oh, there's a Supreme store. Why? Why is it so? There's only like two people in the store at once, and then they wait. Why can't you allow like twenty people in the store or or ten? I, I just don't understand it. If it's manufactured, then I feel like that's not that fair to the consumer. But if it's because like in Supreme's case, like everyone does want this limited thing, then I totally do get it. So if it happened that you know we made something and there was like a line and, and you have to do it, fine. But I don't. I wouldn't want to go personally with the model of making. I do like making like small limited things again for fun, but I wouldn't want to do it to like as a business model. as a business model to that, exclude anyone. Yeah, that's the thing. I also think as I was reading this, um, they were talking about Malin and Getz did a, a line with Kith, as did Estee Lauder. I was like, the minute you start talking about this is your business philosophy, you immediately become uncool. True or not true? Uh, like if I was like, oh, I'm only going to make a hundred of these, and then you actually tell the press you're only making a hundred, then everybody kind of is like, you suck. Yeah, I I guess. uh, Yeah, again, I feel like if you're doing it for the buzz and not it's very different because one of the things that makes our company so different is that I really am the perfumer and Kavi really is the designer. Right. Mm -hmm. So we are like making this like art piece thing that we love this story and then like presenting it to you. Whereas, you know, traditionally a perfume brand is more like someone has ideas and they go to a perfumer and they're like, Hey, can you make something that smells like my grandmother's house in the sixties or whatever? Mm -hmm. And that person doesn't know the grandma has never been there and they translate that person's idea. So they are marketing someone else's like art. And yeah. so you have to think of it in terms of like, you know, how are we like going to market this thing? Whereas ours, we're not thinking like, oh, I need to market this one to that person. It's this thing I made and that I love and want to share. So it's, you okay, know what Okay, I mean? but what about that t-shirt? Back to that t-shirt. Uh-huh. Who, who made the t-shirts? That's our good friends, Monograms. And I've okay. always wanted to make uh, these t-shirts that say like, I heart Vetti Ver. Like I wanted it to be like the New York, like I heart New York, but uh-huh. Vetti Ver. And like, patchouli is misunderstood and like just 
little like uh, things about perfume, and there was going to be an oud one, and Lisa Mayock uh, came up with that. And, and she what's said, her company's name? The t-shirt company? They're called Monogram Studio. They're out in LA. They're incredible. I mean, really. So their t-shirts are like really great fitting. And for me, like I just had the idea of like the look, but their the quality is so thin and nice and everything. Yeah. And so she did did that like very graphic like oud me mm-hmm. uh, the the way it looks. Um, but you know, like when it sold out, it sold out. But it wasn't like a on purpose, we're only making a few. Yeah. It was just like, oh, we did this thing with our friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, you're not buying into this model is what I hear you saying. That's fine. Yeah. Listen, I, I streetwear is rad. I, I wear like J's and I, I, I love hip hop and that whole culture. So I, I'm totally interested in making sense based on like hip hop or sports or skateboarding. Like I, I have many ideas in that realm. So like stylistically, I love it. So if Supreme came to you and you're like, and they were like, we want to make the DS and Durga skateboard limited edition decks. Dude, let's do it. Okay, David, how's it how's it been being the co-host so far? It's really fun. We should give you a podcast? Yeah. Okay, so the next I'm topic. verbose. You are verbose. That's why I asked you to come on the show. I'm trying very hard to talk slow, though. Every single time I hear myself on a podcast, man, I'm just like Same so with me. fast and high-pitched. I just heard New one. Jew. I think also I might just be over-caffeinated. Yeah. Sometimes I talk really fast. Let's have a nice, chill. Tattoo. Tattoos. It's Tattoo Talk with David and Jen. <laughs> Don't slurp your water. Okay. Sounds like a bong. Okay, so I noticed this about you. Actually, I noticed about Kavi, your wife, mm-hmm. first. She has some amazing ink. I love she her does. snake on her hand. But you also have a lot of tattoos, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. How long have you been getting them? Me, not as long. She's had them since she was you know, very young. Me, only like four years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Forget you. Where's Kavi? I know. She's OG. I'll tell you this, though. (laughs) I worked at St. Helens Cafe when Saved Open and Scott Campbell used to tattoo everyone for free. And I, like, just didn't fucking. I just it was so stupid You're, of me. You cur- it was myself. your first curse. He was trying not to curse, I know and you it was. did it. I know. Um, that's okay. Scott Campbell is apparently making dollar bills into art, and they're selling for like. He was doing that even back then. He was he was tattooing the inside of eggshells. That guy is like one of the one of unbelievably talented artist. Like so tattoo, a- but just straight up artist. And Unbelievable. Do you have any work from him? No way. He wouldn't even like answer my email. <laughs> okay. So if you've only been getting tattoos for years, I'm curious because I just got a new tattoo. And for the first time when they gave me the aftercare, I got this stuff called, um, I think it was called sheeting, like Saniderm sheeting. And it was like a Oh clear- yeah, I've seen that. Did you, have you ever gotten this? Hell no. Okay. So it's like a clear sheet that they, usually they just like put the gauze on it yeah, yeah. and whatever. And it's a clear sheet they put over top. This is, you're going to like this. So she's like, okay, you know, your usual two to three days before you can wash it. She said, it's going to start to look like a broken soy sauce packet in there. Mm. So it like oozed up the juices, but then normally that would go on the gauze, right? What's its reason though? Like that, that I feel like this What's is- What's your reason, Saniderm sheeting? It's just, a lot of this is very- in our life, just way too much overthinking. You know, Kabi does nothing, literally nothing. Okay, so I used to do nothing, and most artists, uh, I think it depends on the studio, are like, the less you do, the better. You mm-hmm. don't need special products. You want to keep it moisturized, but not too moisturized. Clean it well with non-fragrance soap after three days. Bada-bing, bada-boom. Yeah. This stuff was really cool because I could get it. I could go in the shower and it wouldn't get wet. And when I finally peeled it off three days later, it was like it was already in the peely phase. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then normally... you think it was quicker? I think it was definitely quicker than usual. If you do nothing, it scabs over pretty quick, I find. But I... So I'm a picker, though, and then I want to start picking at the little scab. Yeah, me too. And then Don't it like, ruins that. the tattoo. I know. So what do you do? Well, so 
I just follow my instinct where, where if it feels really raw, I personally do want cream. Uh, I want like lotion or whatever on it. Like I put oil. Like I just put like, you know, like olive, a non olive oil, grapeseed okay, oil, it. coconut oil. Um, but then if, uh, if you do that, obviously it's delaying like it getting crispy, right? You yeah. Know? So like if you can hold out, but it's there's nothing worse that like night when you're going to sleep and like rubbing it on the pillow by it accident. It gets itchy. I have my my back like huge piece on my upper back. So brutal going to sleep. Oh, that feels painful. Who did your big back piece? Minka Sicklinger. Oh, she's great. She's my fave. I mean, she does most of my tattoos, and we have collaborated. We do this tattoo residency at TS and Durga. Wait, tell me about this. What is that? Yeah. So we. Uh, we've done it twice now. We're going to do it like what, quarterly. And we, we've done it with her where she makes flash inspired by our sense, right? <gasps> so this little thing. And so if you buy a bottle that day, you come in, you buy a bottle, you can get a free tattoo. What? You can pick like, you know, for debaser, there's like an eyeball being sliced with a, with a, Nice. So these aren't the little drawings that Kavi draws to go on the like car things and whatever. No, no, no. She does these, her own version. It's it's Minka's making the flash. So there was like an acorn, like a skull for like Mississippi medicine with like the snake coming out of it. They're so awesome. I haven't been able to get them from her because it's like that. There's a line out the door right oh, when we open, see, and at, it sells out by one p.m. This is what Street we call wear. pulling it all together. <laughs> it did, you it really our, did. <laughs> you're a podcast host already. So wait, let me ask this: Was there a more po- like were people picking their scent based on the flash that they wanted, or were were you seeing it's just they bought their fr- fragrance and whatever picture? Some people like it. they're like, this is my favorite scent. I'm so into this scent. I'm getting the flash for it. And then some, yeah, I think that was more than the, the visual thing, because um, it wasn't everyone. It wasn't. We didn't. She didn't do one for everyone. Although. After we do a few times, hopefully she'll have the flash for all of them. Yeah. Then we did a Mother's Day one where it was all like cool, like mom things and like flowers and like hearts and moms and stuff. Oh, nice. Um, so it's really about like that flash. And you do it right there in the store. Yeah. Um, it's And your store in Alita has those great windows. Like I feel yeah, like, like double. I, I'd be standing outside. One more question on this. Did, was there any like tattoo versions and their first tattoo was like a DS and Durga tattoo? I think there was someone. No uh, way. I think there was someone. Also, like our president that we hired, she got a, she came in and got a tattoo from Minka, uh, her first one. It's amazing. And she has no other tattoos? Yeah. You can never fire this woman. She's the best. Which one did she get? Do you remember? No, she got a, 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 a feather on her arm. Okay. And so when people left there, were they just with like gauze or whatever, the typical? Yeah, because they're small. You know, they're, oh. it's you can only do one every like three. 30 or 40 minutes. So it sold out by basically 1 p.m. Nice. So when's the next residency? Uh, we'll definitely do one like probably November, or October or November. So, okay, if people want to find out about that or if you have some other Equinox event in the future, what's the website? dsandurga.com. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Or, you know, our Instagram. Okay, cool. Are you ready for the interview? Hashtag. Get ready, everyone. Here we go. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Highest Air is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. 
and it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's Superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how aloe moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings or even just like a bad day is to hop on aloemoves.com and reset. Aloe Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Aloe Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Aloe Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. 
Okay, so if you don't know who I'm talking to yet, you do now. It's David Seth Maltz. He is the co-founder of DS and Durga, a niche fragrance brand. Um, your other co-founder is your wife, Kavi. Ahuja. Maltz. That's her last name. Got it. Yeah. Okay. It's not Durga? No, Durga is her nickname. Oh, cute. Okay. So before we start our interview, I wanted to, we like to do a little flash round sort of. I want to take you on a scent journey. Or mm-hmm. actually, you're going to take me on a scent journey. Great. I so, like, these are like little short questions. Yeah. I love those. Right. Okay. So describe to me the smell um, or the first scent that comes to mind when I list off a few places. Are you okay. ready? Mm-hmm. New York City in early October, which is when this podcast is airing. What does New York smell like? Hmm. Can we be more specific about where we are in New York? It's a huge city. That's very true. Okay. Uh, right outside your house, when you come outside the door? I don't know where you live. Bed-Stuy. Okay. Bed-Stuy in early October. I mean, you're going to get that dried leaf smell, right? If it's nighttime, it has a bacony tinge to it. A but, bacony tinge? You know, like my cat used to come inside in the wintertime. I, I grew up like north of Boston in the suburbs. Oh. And, and you smell uh, his fur and it smelled a little bit like bacon. Like fall night. It's Crazels is, is the name of the... Crazels? Crazel, like C-R-E-S-O-L. Yeah, that's that's the smell of like the smoky, tarry smell. Isn't there like a bush in the out west that is smells like that and has the same... Yeah. Is that the same smell? No, creosote smells like desert rain. It's a really weird smell. We have the scent El Cosmico. That's and it's, my it's scent, in there. as you okay. know. That's yeah. my favorite from There you go. So creosote is in that, I mean, not my accord of creosote. And it smells bizarre, like really green, overly fresh. It is the scent of when it rains in the desert because it, it's geodol is the name of the chemical that the green plants give off in the rain. Cool. Okay. Well, do you answer the question and a question I didn't even know I had? Because was... you're thinking creosote and cresol, and then people are also thinking creosote is the word for like uh, tar left over yeah, in like oil, and it's not the same thing. Okay. See, sometimes those um, aroma molecules, like the Latin root, helps me remember. You know, mm-hmm. they are the same, but okay, good to know. Um, all right. The inside of your car, but then I realized maybe you don't even have a car. Yeah, we do have a car. What is it? Well, we had the 1985 Mercedes-Benz turbo diesel. And oh. so that's why we have that candle called 85 diesel. It smells oh, like that. Okay. So it smell, It's that's a crazy smell, right? Is that street legal, an 85 diesel? Yeah. Nice. I mean, it's off the street now, though. But so that's diesel. Now we just drive like a Honda CRV and it smells like All right, I want to hear that. like that's... snacks. Kids snacks. Goldfish crumbs. Goldfish crumbs. Okay, nice. Um, what's the smell of the best hotel you've ever visited and what hotel was it? The best hotel I've stayed at. I mean, the Umayyad Bhavan Palace in uh, Jodhpur, India. Okay. Or the Lake Palace in Udapur. The Lake Palace I like better, but the the one in Jodhpur, in Jodhpur, the, the... The palace. Yeah, it's called the Umayyad Bhavan. I mean, it's like staying in Buckingham Palace. It's insane. And what does it smell like in there? So it smells like a really like jasmine incense, like like dupey, super Indian incense Cool. Beautiful. In fact, the uh, Maharaja still lives in the building is half the Maharaja still lives there today and half of it is a hotel. It is crazy. Nice. Okay. Um, The Fat Mascara Studio that you're in right now. The the soundproofing. Yes. It has like a very specific like, you know, like movie theatery type smell. Okay. It's it's like a synthetic carpet store (laughs) type thing. We need to get a candle in here, stat. <laughs> I always feel like it smells chalky in here. Chalky. That's like, yeah, it okay. does. Mm-hmm. All right. There you go. Um, now let's get into it. Just on the same note, what's the earliest scent memory you have? Definitely lemon soap in the in the uh, dish soap. Like mess, I, we, 
do you like you would take like spices and herbs? I would just like mess with stuff in the sink, mm-hmm. and so I can remember that smell of the uh, like the lemon soap in there. But also, I grew up with woods right behind my parents' house that had that bacony smell that we're talking about of, mm-hmm. of like you know leaves. But the ocean was right down the street, like you know, oh, let's okay. say half a mile. And so my town is such that you around two or three o'clock, like a sea breeze always comes up and it smells like the ocean. It's omnipresent where. You know, it's in Swampscott, Massachusetts. So the ocean would be like, to me, like not only the first childhood memory, but it also has that like primordial like thing, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's the ocean. And your origin story, I guess. So so getting into your origin story, actually, um, aren't you a musician? Like, how did you Mm -hmm. even get into perfumery? So, yeah, I was like, I was a musician. I was waiting tables and uh, we started, I wanted to just make some of my, I got all these old manuals of like making, you know, creams and lotions and tonics. And I wanted to make a bay rum. I had this bay rum and it didn't last. And I was like, why can't I just make it myself? So I bought like rum and spices and make it and it didn't last. I was like, (laughs) why doesn't this last? And so I started, I'm just like an obsessive person as far as like creatively, I will go down a rabbit hole and figure it out. So then I just started getting oils and then synthetics and just like it, I just went so deep into it. And Kavi, who was my girlfriend at the time, was like, why don't we just start a business? Like, you know, everyone's doing it. It was like, you know, it was in Brooklyn in like 2009. Like, oh my gosh, I, Brooklyn know. made. Just put an ampersand on it. Just, exactly. Like everyone. Oh, you do every, have an yeah, ampersand. Yes, and Durga, I know. And co. It's just like everything was, you know, it was like that. And, you know, our friends had started businesses in jewelry and clothes, ties, shoes, you know. Uh, so and then I thought. Okay. So we did that and it took off really quickly. And then I slowly realized like, oh, wow, I can sort of translate what I want to talk about in music into fragrance. And as I became better at at putting the hours into understanding how to create fragrance, you know, um, that I could sort of talk about it even better in music, no matter what, if I want to make a song that's... Uh, sort of trying to sound like 13th century Viking music, you'll probably be able to tell like I'm a white guy from America that mostly plays in 4-4 time and like grew up like knowing the blues. Like I can't get rid of that. But if I make something that smells like 13th century Viking scent, like I'm not in it. You can't tell I did it. It could more, I can make something that realistically smells like an old castle, like an old hut type thing, you know? So I love, I feel like there's more creative power in, in that, that I, that I can like maybe even do more. I mean, I'll always want, I still make music. I just came out with an album last year. I made scents that go along with it. It's called Hiko Men. It's on Spotify. H I K O Men. Nice. nice. Um, and I'm in a surf band, you know, we played at the store. And uh-huh. so, so I'm, I'm like never going to give up that dream. It's, it comes up every once in a while. And I also just write music all the time. Like I probably have written 500 songs in my life. I have so many songs. And so, so you're basically a self-taught perfumer is what mm-hmm. I hear you say. I am, yeah. So I feel like if someone was wanting to get into perfumery, would you recommend that route? Yeah, I would say just, yeah, if you have the love for it, then yeah, buy as many materials as possible, get a scale and write down every single thing that you did. All a perfume is at the end of the day is the difference in weight between materials. I wish someone had told me that because I created a whole system that was based on volume and volume changes as as it's hotter or drier in the air. Okay. But I measured out in drops how many things could fit into like a eighth of a, a teaspoon all the way up to like cups and gallons of every single oil because they were all different. 
but like not just oils, but also you were ordering. I'm imagining like anything, like anything that I was making. So it, it's just like if if any perfumer hears this, they'd laugh. Like it's ridiculous what I was doing. So all you know all they have is, books full of these like base formulas. If you go to perfumery school, <laughs> you can and you can look. You can learn stuff online and everything. I I think it is a matter of like training your nose, understand, and even when you do figure out how to make something, the big hurdle is regulatory stuff. You can't just make something in your house because and put 20% jasmine in it. Like most people don't know, you can only put 0.6% jasmine in a perfume. So that wasn't the case like before, I think 2012, right? Why did they change that? Do you know? Yeah, like benzyl alcohol is something that's in there and it's a sensitizer. So some things are just because like a certain amount of the population can have a sensitivity to it or an Mm -hmm. allergic reaction. Some of it is because it's carcinogenic. Some because uh, when you go out in the sun, it could give you a rash. So the board that makes these rules, IFRA, is trying to like put their best foot forward and make perfume as safe as possible for people. Right. Um, but there's a huge disconnect between what the consumer knows and what like a hobby perfumer would know and what someone who really makes perfume. Yeah, would know. I've dabbled and then like realized, oh wow, I probably just made this thing that could probably kill someone because some of those molecules are really well. Also oh, the- it's the opposite. The molecules are fine. It's oh, the they naturals. were synthetics. Oh, the naturals are actually. The this more- is people think like, oh, all natural must be safe. Like you know, white birch oil isn't extremely toxic, but if you you know, isoe super or like velvione, not not so much. You know. But white birch oil is. Yeah, or wintergreen or, I mean, all almost all regulations that come out these days is about naturals. It's about hmm. a chemical within naturals. Your body doesn't care if you put methyl eugenol directly on your skin or you put rose that has methyl eugenol. It's the methyl eugenol that causes a reaction for someone. Okay. So we have to go in and either clean, like d- molecularly distill the rose and take out the methyl eugenol. Mm-hmm. Or you have to build a rose accord that doesn't have that in it. You know, or you, there's a safety threshold. It's it's a whole. So if you're look, thinking about something, and then I'll get back on track with the self with self taught perfumery. If you're looking at something like rose, like how many of those types of molecules make up like what you would think of as rose smell? Oh yeah, it's it's interesting. I don't know the the answer to how many chemicals make up uh, like a completed rose, mm-hmm. but I understand very much how to make a rose accord. And I will say that you need something that smells like lemons, cloves, geraniums, and violets, and then sort of this the damascones, which is like an apple juicy type smell. If you have those together, you start getting towards like rose. And that and so much of perfume is like a, a house of cards. You like add another card and it makes it seem like the rose is there. And mm-hmm. if you take out one, it would like fall apart. And I'm sure in the right um, volume, like you can have three of this, three of this, three of this. But if you put four of one that smells completely different, is sure. that the case? Yeah. So if you go to school for this, it could take years and years and years and you get the books where there's the basic formulas like here's a rose, here's how you build a cords. Now that you mix in the perfumery world, you guys are like up for awards and things. When you run into perfumers that went to Grasse and they did the whole rigmarole, do you ever have tension with them or they ever look down upon mm-hmm. the way you do things? No, because there, listen, there's more astronauts than there are perfumers, right? There's so... Is that true? There's so few, few people really? who actually make perfume, know how to make the formulas. There's just not that many. And so um, literally the people that I've you know met like... Mark Buxton, Antoine Lee, Pierre Negrin. I mean, all these people, no, they're, they, they don't, they don't tend to have like the craziest ego. That's the way they're like portrayed. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think so. As they, if you're making a perfume and putting it out, aren't you a perfumer? Like, who cares? You know, like right. Joe Satriani and, uh, 
and Keith Richards. This is my, I always use this example. Who's a better guitar player, Joe Satriani or Keith Richards? Well, I'm going to go with Keith Richards because I have no idea who the other guy is. Okay. Well, that's even funny. <laughs> so yeah, Joe Satriani, you know, plays 4 million notes a minute and technically can who is do- he? You know, it's like a guitar guitarist, like this, like what is he Steve playing? Vai, like these people who just play like a million notes. Is he and, in a band that I might know? That's probably called his name, Joe Satriani. Is I he mean, like a session a gu- musician? No, in Guitar Magazine, they'd be like, he's one of the best guitarists ever. But Keith Richards, who plays like, you know, I didn't even think he was a guitarist, super but... sloppy, like, yeah. but, but you could practice and learn to play like Joe Satriani. You're, you can't learn how to play like Keith Richards or Link Ray or Muddy Waters or East Bay okay, Ray. Okay, so who are you, Joe Satriani of Perfume or Keith Richards? I mean, psh, come on. Either one's going to sound like a big ego. It is true. Yeah, so I'm staying away from that one. But let's just say it doesn't matter. I just, if I make it, I if you make it, you you do it. You are, if you make music, you're a musician. If yeah. you make perfume, you're a perfumer. But so, and I don't think that the perfumers who are trained care. I've only met one other like self-taught perfumer. And he works at Fermanish. So I've met a lot of people that are self-taught perfumers. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this. A lot of it smells like shit, to be perfectly honest. Sure. And I think the rare thing is that, so you made this company, but actually people buy your stuff and it's gotten bigger and bigger over the last 10 years. Um, what's been the biggest challenge for you? Like you're like, okay, I knew this smelled good, but getting it into a bottle and was it the regulation stuff you were talking about? I think about? that like in the beginning, yeah. Listen, I can put 20% jasmine in like almost anything and you'd be like, this smells really good. So that's like a, an easy trick and it probably would have flown flown 10 years ago, but it's not how it is anymore. You have to follow certain regulations, right? And so to be able to know how to make something that smells like it has 20% jasmine in it that does not takes a lot of like know-how yeah. to, to figure that out. Um, so we've been talking a lot about, you mentioned that like in this 800 um, palette organ what do you call it it's an organ yeah okay how many of those do you think are natural versus how many of those are just like pure molecular synthetic things you ordered on the interwebs which is not probably how you do it right um (laughs) yeah that's i'd have to think i mean at least 50 50 but okay but yeah i mean synthetics are somewhat more important to the art of perfume than naturals but you could you could never Purely synthetic fragrance is pretty drab in a lot of ways. Although, like, we make uh, our scent, I Don't Know What, which is now our bestseller. Oh, really? It's okay. purely synthetic. So you okay. can do it. Um, and then that one, I've, the molecule ones that everybody likes, mm-hmm. molecule one, two, three, four, those are purely synthetic. I'm asking this question because there's a lot of talk about trying to make natural perfumery. And a lot of people thinking, like, they do, the, the one ingredient that they think is the most bothersome that could cause allergies that might have es- – and estrogenic effects, cancerous effects, synthetic fragrance because you don't know what's in it. So what? it's the very opposite. Everything you said just okay. there is okay. all, most of the problems. Go read any uh, like aromatherapy book. Almost there's like a list like don't give this for pregnant people. The naturals is are it's just chemicals. Again, like right. uh, paracrystal acetate is naturally but present what, here or there. But a person thinks of it as a natural. Like, oh, I extracted this from the plant and it's Natural just... perfumery is going to be really tough to... Okay, first and foremost, what most people expect their perfume to smell like is not what a natural perfume smells like, okay. number one. So they'll... And it's stronger at the front and lasts less, Okay, right? So a, a good perfume should be like pleasant in the front and last quite a while. So it's kind of inverse to that, right? You're like, whoa, this is crazy muddy. Oh, it lasted two hours. So already you're getting that. And the perception sometimes is like, uh, I spent some, so this amount of money, this amount of money on it. It should last long, like as if, as if like the more 
something costs the last or long, it, the longer you it lasts. You can see why people might think that. But yeah, yeah, but it's just, you know, it's just not true molecularly speaking, right? Um, I mean, the things that last the longest on your skin are like crazy industrial cheap, like aldehyde type stuff, right? That a dash of it lasts forever. Um, so that that you have to get over, number one, that. But safety-wise, oh my God, put an all-natural perfume into like a safety check. You can't use... 0.6% jasmine. You can use 6% vetiver, uh, 0.1% oak moss, 0.1% rose in a lot of ways, uh, 0.6, I think, for ylang. It just Ylang ylang, I think of as like one of the healthier sweet oils in the world. Like I smell it on a plane to calm down. I just would wear it on my skin. But you're not supposed to. I mean, you, you can only put in our formula that goes to market, you can only have 0.6%. Okay. It, in there, right? So what you're getting is that when you're working only with naturals, you're limiting way down what the regulatory is limited. The cost is going to be exorbitant. Okay. The, from from like an environmental sourcing perspective, it's not like too responsible compared to synthetics, which can be, uh, you know, sustainably right. You know, of course, there are practices like Roberté and Firmenich have really cool programs for sustainable um, naturals. naturals. You know, yeah. and so I, I use those all the time, um, but. So it's not necessarily better for the environment to use a natural. It's not necessarily better health-wise. I, I believe not. Some people believe differently. But yes, those statements I agree with personally. Do you think if the people who make us in, uh, label ingredients, you know how it just says parfum right now, mm -hmm. the like inky standard for labeling. Do you think if we were we had to break that down into everything that's in it, it would benefit the customer in any way? I've thought about like doing it. So so it's it's hard because there's such proprietary information uh, and the fragrance companies themselves who make the uh, aroma chemicals, they don't want like too much oversight and they're spending so much money doing like the safety testing and uh, it's not like they – to go to market, it has to be really like sound and, okay. and it's it's all like certified by IFRA uh, in order – to do it. What does IFRA stand for, by the way? You've mentioned like that before. International Fragrance and Research Association, something okay, like that. Okay, we'll check that. Um, oh, they're they're super important. The the boards of it are usually people from these these companies. Um, and what happened? So, how could a government regulate uh, alpha methyl ionone? They, they don't even know what that is, right? Right. So only the people who who make it can actually. Can, and that's why we're not getting all that information. It's proprietary. Yeah, and also and it's also. People always use the word chemical. They're like, oh, yeah. is there chemicals? Like chemical is bad. Like, you know, water is a chemical. Like everything yes. you put in your body, yes. has, like chemical is not a bad term. And synthetic too, like I, I think it's really misunderstood. Got it. So fragrances, what you're, I hear you saying, are more regulated on the front end than even like a face cream would be because of IFRA. Because, you know, you don't have to – face creams don't get tested before people are allowed to sell them. They only pull them back if there's a reaction. But these That's not true. A face cream is is, is the you highest the highest cat. So there's eleven categories of regulation, right? Yeah. And face cream, I think, is like number two. Number one is like babies' toys, like children's toys. But it's not like they had to go do they have to do safety testing. But it's not like they tested on a bunch of nobody they in the do. government it, does. Nobody in the no the government the company has to do what's known as like is. a human repeat. But there's no like FDA. We tested this before it went to market. You do have to do uh, for cosmetics. You have to have it tested. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. What I think I'm asking is, do you think that fragrances that you're more likely to have a, a safety issue with another product other than fragrances, or it's, it's well, what's safety? Because like, is, are people really like dying? For, I, that's a, a, part of me thinks it's very much like overthinking. 
this kind of stuff, right? Okay. Because we're very- That's what I'm good at. <laughs> well, I think we're very prone to question everything now, right? We don't believe anyone or anything and people think like corporations are evil and that kind of whole thing. Yeah. And so you think that like you're being like screwed over and it's like for like economy or people are putting like unsafe, you know, safe things. But to me, like people, I feel like I hope that you know, I, I trust in like people and people are trying to do the best they can. Yeah. In fact, I would think it's much more dangerous to, I mean, it's not dangerous to me, but a handmade perfume in someone's house where they distilled some oil from a tree that they found in a forest near their house. Like that is bonkers. It's, yeah. That's not like, how could anyone regulate that? Maybe that, that thing was sprayed with like, uh, you know, what, what do you put pesticides, on? Yeah, pesticides, yeah. right? And then it's going like, who who knows? And yeah. then they put so much carcinogenic things in there and, and you really you don't, don't know. know. So I took us way off topic, sorry. No, but I think it's so interesting <laughs> because like the labeling thing, like transparency, it's it's hard to go that route um, with molecule names that would take up the whole box anyway. Yeah. A lot of times they're trade names, right? Like, so someone discovers a molecule. Like, yeah, like that ISOE Super 1, right? Right. That's you know, I mean, which is like dimeth- dimethyl jasminate. It's it's a much longer name. ISOE Super is how they marketed it. Yeah. Right? So it's... How would you even go about it? Yeah. Okay. Back on track. What perfume came out in recent years that you wish you had created? Mm, no, I... I do not think like that. You don't? There's nothing you admire elsewhere? I admire things, but I don't I don't have like... Okay, so what do you admire that isn't from your brand? Oh, sure. Tons. Um, I mean, I like a lot of Frederick Moll's fragrances. I mean, Dummy Gropium, he, he makes amazing things. Uh, like uh, Portrait of a Lady, I would say, I think is is amazing. I wish I made that. That's that's a great, great scent. Okay, Portrait so, of so a there Lady. You go. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and what's your, and what's your like... An ingredient that challenges you that you want to figure out to do something with. What's what's on your mind for the future? Um, man, I'm or always place making. Even. I don't know. Or what? Or place. I know you. A lot of your fragrances have like, like a landscapes. I mean, I have a million things. I want to come out with a really good orange blossom. I've been working on that. It's supposed to be done this month and October, and then it's going to come out. Uh, early what does that next mean? Fall? It's supposed to be done. Are you the one in charge? Yeah, but I've just like, that's the deadline for like to show the sense to like press and stuff. And I'm like not done with it yet. Like I even. You're still tinkering. I'm still tinkering. It's, it's, it's a rabbit hole because it's going to be. Who gives you these deadlines? Uh, Like, you know, our marketing team like trying to be like. Like keep you on track. Yeah. To try to like make it by that time. And listen, I would have, I'm usually way ahead of schedule, but I've just gone down this rabbit hole because I want it to be, it's in like an enhancer thing. Like, I don't know what, where you can floralize anything. You can like. With an orange blossomy. Well, it has like that orange blossom water type aspect, which just like enlivens everything else it touches. Okay. But doesn't, but it's very like, you know, transparent and you could wear it by yourself or you could like enliven something else with it. Challenging. I like it. Yeah. Okay. You said you're not a makeup person, but we always like to end our interviews with what are some of your favorite beauty products? Okay. Grooming products. Fine. You must have stuff in your hair. What's going on? Yeah. I love this one. I, I don't know what this means. It's Billy Jealousy. You ever heard of them? Okay. Yeah. Because they sell it at like the, the haircut place that I go to, George's 2 and Park Slope. Shout out to them. <laughs> They're awesome. George's 2? Where's George's 1? Uh, it's all, like down the street from it, I think. <laughs> okay. It's right near the Barclays. Man, they're the best. Okay. Uh, and they have they have this Billy Jealousy. It's called Mud because yeah. it's uh, um, matte. A matte. A matte one. I really, I, I really like that. Um, generally, people give us so much beauty products, right? And so we just like, I'll just use 
that I don't. Who are people? Who's just walking up to you and giving you beauty products? Like Jordan Samuel. Do you know who that is? He has like an amazing line. He's given us a bunch of products. That's been with me for a long time. I basically am like a bar of soap guy, right? I love bar soap, but I don't use much. Like I wouldn't wash. I, I wash my face with the bar of soap and everything. I will, if need, like use like oil if like after I shave or something. There is something by I think they're called R and Co. Yeah, is that it's a hair brand? Well, they have this like this aftershave like oil thing that smells like pine that is ra- like really good. And I, I'm just running out of it. Someone gave it to me for free like five years ago. And I'm like, I'm going to buy this again. Okay, we'll Support find out them. what that is and put it on the blog. Okay. Guess what? Our time is up. Done. How do we do? It was great. Was this fun being your first co-host on a podcast? It's amazing. Okay. Thanks for coming yeah. in. It's time for Raise a Wand, which I just pulled on you at the last minute. So I don't know if you're prepared, but you know what it's all about. What are you going to raise a wand to? This band, Fontaine's DC. Fontaine's Have you heard DC? Them? No. Why do we need to oh, listen to this band? Oh, my God. It's uh, They're from Ireland. They're from Dublin. Okay. And it's just like, uh, like great rock and roll that's like not super original, but has like very original things about it. He sings in an Irish accent unbelievably good lyrics okay. like zero pretension they're so awesome I saw them at Bowery and I'm just like this. they're gonna be huge that's awesome okay well guess what I asked you what you raised a wand to and I didn't have one prepared so we're gonna end on that amazing DC. thank you for the recommendation yeah thanks David thanks for listening Fat Mascara is produced by our friends at Atwell Media you can check out our website fatmascara.com for episode recaps product recommendations and discount codes and if you want to reach us directly email us at info at fatmascara.com or you can follow us on social at fatmascara shoot us a DM and we'd love if you went over to iTunes and threw us a rating how many stars? five five please You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Highest Air is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp. 
something we learned about on a recent episode, and all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.